Welcome to Relationship, where real-life couple Justin and Candace share their keeping it real perspective on the ins and outs of their personal and professional experiences, navigating the ups and downs of partnerships in life and business. They will also offer practical advice for maintaining strong, healthy, fun, and successful relationships in life and business. If you're ready for comedic and insightful exploration of life, love, law, business, and everything else in between, you're in the right place. Buckle up, it's going to be a wild ride. Here are your hosts, Justin and Candace. All right, folks, welcome back to Relationship. Today we have Dr. David Helfand and Anna Helfand. Dr. David Helfand is an esteemed clinical psychologist specializing in neuroscience, mindfulness, and sex and intimacy, one of my favorite topics. With over a decade of experience, he has helped numerous clients achieve personal relationship goals. His expertise includes private couples therapy retreats, neurofeedback, and brain mapping. I don't really think I have much of a map in my brain, so that could be useful. All right, let's, uh, and then we have Anna Helfand. Uh, she brings extensive experience working with children, adolescents, and families to LifeWise Therapy. With her master's degree from Boston College, BC, she has developed a holistic approach to therapy. As a married couple, Dr. H and Anna synergize their expertise and shared vision to provide transformative and supportive counseling services. Their dedication to their clients' well-being has made them trusted resources for individuals and couples seeking fulfillment and peace in their lives. Welcome to the show, guys. Welcome, guys. Thank you. That's, that's wonderful. Can I quote you for our website? That was a great introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. He Sarah. likes to do the introduction. I'm good at introductions. He has a radio voice. So I was the PA announcer for my basketball team in high school. Yeah, I couldn't make the team. So I would go three point uh, goal or something like that. But yes, yeah, so let's get going. And I'm going to give it off to Candace and we'll, let's, uh, let's start this off, babe. So, you know, one of the things, and we were talking a little bit um, prior to starting the podcast, you know, we always want to know a little bit more about our guests. And since relationship is about partnerships, either in life, business, or both, you know, why don't you tell us in the audience how, what both of you do together, you know, how it came to fruition and how was it in the beginning? And, you know, those are the things that we really want to touch on. Obviously, we'll get down to the nitty gritty stuff about the sex, which is what I always like to talk about. So why don't you give a little bit about both of you together in what it is that you do together and how it, you know, came to fruition? Sure. So I think it's important to note that um, I've been in the field with a doctorate degree since 2015. Um, Anna, you got your master's in 2010? 2011. 2011. So we only started working together under the same umbrella two years ago. When we moved. When we moved here. So I think one thing I would mention is that it's okay as a couple if you're not going to work together right away. Right. <laughs> You know, we needed a little bit of that space. Um, I will honestly say I was probably pushing a little bit more and Anna had to say, no, not yet. But then once it kind of felt like it made sense, then, you know, we, we went ahead and jumped in together. That's a good stopping point because I, I want to do a follow up question on that. Anna, why did you think it, you guys were not ready yet? That was my next question. OK, well, do you, do you want to ask the question? No, you just already asked it, but that, like, that's where my thought was going. Yeah. Um, well, some of it was sort of like logistical and I think some of it was personal. I um, already had jobs where I was either working in like a bigger agency or as part of an agency. And so I was happy there. I enjoyed having like a higher up and a higher up where 
Um, a lot of things were already provided within the agency and it just kind of made sense for the hours I wanted to work, the types of clients I wanted to work with. And personally, I just didn't, I don't know. I felt a sort of sense of like, I wanted to get my skills a little bit more like honed in. I wanted to build more confidence working under like other supervisors or within other places. And then when we had moved and I think we went through a whole process of doing the house together and the move together, there was so much more that we like did together. Raising kids together. Raising kids together. Um, a lot of things fell into place and it just made sense here that I could have still have the freedom to do what I wanted to do, but that we could build this creation together now. Uh, it sounded like you were, you were more of a structure person because you liked the hierarchy of reporting to this person. And I have an agency that can provide this and this and this. And when you go off on your own, yeah. It, when you go yeah. off on your own, I, mean, it, I just, I like the structure, but yeah, I like the predictability of it. Um, and I, maybe we'll get to this more, but I just wasn't a business running kind of personality. So I think I was just sort of holding off on actually entering a business. I think we also have, I'm I'm going to break one of my rules to couples and analyze my spouse, which I tell people never to do. (laughs) Oh, come on. We always do it. You could have a written rule, but you know what's going through your mind. You're not going to send her a bill, are you? Well, no, because she owns 20%, so I get 80% of her pay anyway. So so what I was going to say, though, is that we have very different personality styles and what we're comfortable with as far as risk and project management. And I tend to jump in and I'll say, great, I found this investment. Let's do it. This is marketing opportunity. Let's let's jump in. Let's try it. And I'm I'll put in the work and I'm ready to go. And Anna is a little bit slower paced. And that complements now that we're running the business together. I think that's a nice compliment to have as part of the practice. But back when I was starting the business and working, you know, 80 hours a week, I think that it would have been a lot if she was hitting the brake and I was like, no, I have to hit the gas here. (laughs) Got it. You know, I will tell you that through, you know, this is what our our eighth or ninth ninth podcast, I have to say that a lot of the couples that we meet that are in business together have a very, very similar pattern and I guess matriculation as the two of you. It always seems to me, I'm now noticing, you know, I've got great pattern recognition skills. So it seems as if all the men are a little bit less risk averse and they are big thinkers but they have an issue with implementing. So the compliment that we always see with the couples are, you know, the guys like I'm running, you know, 600 miles an hour forward and my wife or partner is telling me, okay, you got to slam on the brakes a little bit. I love the idea, but I'm the numbers person or I'm the checks and balances system. So before we just shoot from the hip and run with your big idea, honey, let me first, you know, cross the T's and dot the I's. Is that sound a little bit like? Because you're also the numbers person. Well, it's a little bit different. Oh, you because, are the numbers person, David. So I do all of the administrative work. Anna's role in the business is pretty much just seeing clients. And then any major decision, I run by her to right. say, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. I'd love some feedback. But I'm the one making pretty much all of the administrative decisions, marketing, 
uh, network meetings. I mean, I set this up and then just put it in her calendar. <laughs> Does that work though for you? Like, was it a seamless thing in which you said, David, okay, this is what we're going to do X, Y, and Z. Um, and let's run with it. Or Anna, are there moments in time? Are you the yes person? Or are you more like me where I'm like, ah, 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 let's go 20 rounds about this. Because I'm one of those people that, you know, the, the moon and the stars in Pluto need to align before, you know, anything gets executed and implemented. I'm definitely not like such a strong personality when it comes to that. So I will say we have a lot of unique strengths and personal areas where we're very confident. And so I think any other decisions that have been made have fallen under some of those umbrellas. So there's just been like a communicated trust that I know he's very good at running a business <laughs> and he's very good at decision-making. His brain can just see all that stuff where I enjoy like hearing all about it. I definitely know like some of the numbers, <laughs> but I also have a lot of passion in all in like childcare as well. And knowing that one way I also support our life is I am home more. And that's just the reality. And that's something we openly have communicated about since, you know, we had our first child. And even when I worked in an agency, when our daughter was first born, I went back hard time as it is, because that's just kind of what we talked about and what we decided. So when I joined here, I still do part time. I see clients. Um, I see clients that I want to see. Um, mm -hmm. I do the kind of therapy I want to do. But when we have our meetings and talk about the business, we still talk about it holistically um, right. as something we run together. So, yeah. And I, and I recruit you in the marketing strategies for your side. So for example, she said, well, I want to see these kinds of clients and I go, okay, great. Well, then this is the kind of outreach you need to do in the marketing you right. need to do to get those clients. And I will support the website development and the back end of things because that's what I can do but then I need your help with your marketing because I have my own clientele I'm trying to market to and I'm right. going forward with that. I will say the one very strong thing was when I first started working, he was here a couple of months already setting things up and getting going. And I think I walked in on the first day <laughs> and I looked at his office. There's two rooms and a waiting room. And I said, I want that office. you got to get out. And so on my first day, I kicked him out of his office. He had to move rooms and maybe like visually, I just... Saw something else, but that was I like your style. Like, and I really like your style. <laughs> Please don't give her any ideas. No, I like your style because Justin, you know, somehow got the bigger off, much bigger office with you know the larger windows. So I applaud you, Anna, for getting what you want and asking for it and and getting it. When you guys started, asking um, is a loose term. Some, wait, what? <laughs> Asking is a very loose term you use there, Ken. <laughs> I don't know if I want to ask any probing or subsequent questions to that comment. On to the uh, next topic. <laughs> um, when you guys first started, though, what were some of the struggles or the things that you guys, the kinks that you guys needed to iron out or couldn't even be things that you still are struggling with because, you know, the purpose of relationship is to really delve into the intricacies and to, to give the audience, you know, the less of the generalities and more of the nitty gritty, because really that's all, that's what people want. 
You know, sometimes you give general senses and people are like, I don't get what they were trying to say. They're talking, you know, I need them to talk to me like I'm a six-year-old and really explain, you know, the struggles and, and all of the different, you know, the things that you guys had to go through and overcome. And maybe some of the things you haven't even overcome yourself. Um, if you could elaborate on that, I think the audience would really appreciate it. I want to know because Justin and I, we've been in business for 12 years and we're still ironing a lot of things out. We're a work in progress continuously. So I, I'm a fan of the concepts of reverse engineering. I think you need to have a destination in order to get there, right? You need to plug something into the GPS to, in order to be able to get the directions to get there. But then you can kind of reverse engineer what are the steps along the way? What's a checkpoint or a mile marker? And so, you know, for example, we talked about, okay, well, we want our income to be so much. Realistically, I can pull this in. So how many clients do you need to see a week in order to supplement that? So no. once we have those numbers, we can work backwards. The one we were just talking about today is also the trap of unspoken expectations. And I was saying earlier today how, you know, I'm the cook in the house for the most part. Anna does cook, but I'm generally the cook. And I was saying how sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to come home and have dinner planned. And I try to do that. But there are times where I don't effectively communicate, hey, I'm burnt out this week and I want you to do it. So then we both get home at seven o'clock. We're kind of staring at each other like, so who's making dinner? <laughs> and that's just bad communication. So, you know, having a plan in place with some reasonable structure and a goal in mind, I think has been really crucial, whether it's finances whether it's um, another great example of that is our daughter was having tantrums. And this is where I love Anna's expertise is that she picked up that when I come home from the office and I go straight to cooking dinner or chores outside or whatever I'm working on, that our daughter was exploding and she's seven. So she doesn't have the emotional intelligence to say, dad, I missed you all day and I want time with you. She's just right. screaming at her brother and kicking her mother and you know all these things. So Anna astutely pointed out, hey, when you get home, you need to spend 10 or 15 minutes with our daughter before you then go do other things. And that once we realize into the structure of our family life. So I, I don't know if this is going to, you know, be relevant. Well, actually, I'm pretty sure it is relevant to a lot of your listeners, but I think our business runs relatively well. Mm -hmm. What I've noticed is that the way it impacts our family life is what we're really trying to, uh, you know, coordinate and fine tune. I love that. I love that. It's really helpful because I just, just in that, what you just said, I already got three great nuggets from it. So, you know, this is why I ask these pointed questions, because sometimes people will just, you know, give generalities. But what you just said was so awesome because I'm like running through my head, you know, and like my checkpoints of like, oh, I'm like, who's making dinner yeah. tonight? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but you make up a really, really good point. Yeah. I love that. Thank you. I was going to say, too, I think also finding that line of like when you discuss what, because mm -hmm. sometimes like there are very specific things we need to discuss. Like, hey, did you fill that thing out that, you know, because, you know, he's sort of overseeing the business. And so he might say, make sure this thing is filled out because that's part of it. Um, and so making sure, once again, we have to work hard on saying we need to plan a night to have our team meeting, which is also kind of date night. But also we have a checklist from work to specifically go over on our time away but then also not making like 
evening time at home going through that because you might miss something or you might not be in the same mode to like take that information in. But I don't know. There's just like, it's a meshing of when you discuss what, but I find that our life supports our business in many ways. And by yeah, course, so I'm more of a morning person. You've been forced to be a morning person, <laughs> but I'm more of a morning person in general. So if I try to have these conversations while you're like before your breakfast and shower, it's going to be a disaster. Whereas me in the evening, I'm done at eight o'clock. Like I'm with everyone you. in the house knows I'm done at eight o'clock and I'm just going to be grumpy if I have to do anything after that point. You know, I can snuggle in bed and fall asleep with the kids, but that's about it at eight o'clock. <laughs> Yeah. No, and, and I agree with you. That's right. I mean, because like, there are so many discussions to have, especially in the running a law practice that we do. And there are some moments where I'm like, do we really need to talk about this now? Because normally at the time, I will say she's more of the manager than I am. So she will be like, we need to discuss this, 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 and this. And like, like, how does tomorrow work? <laughs> you know, well, no, like, here's the thing. <laughs> when you're, if you guys are like me in the sense that, you know, Justin is the business guy, right? Even though he's a lawyer, he's the business guy. I'm just that mad scientist that is passionate about the law. When you're really passionate about something, there is no end point. Your mind is a hamster wheel that constantly runs. When you're passionate about something, the ideas and the theories and the things that I want to execute on my cases, it doesn't stop. And so I'm so excited. I just want to talk about it. And that can happen at three o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock at night, which is, you know, David's bewitching hour and, you know, or, or any other time. And so I've learned that I do need to kind of back off because I realize now I'm being counterproductive. I'm using him as a sounding board, but really it's like, you know, Charlie Brown, wah, 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 and nothing is being retained. And so it was completely counterproductive. Minimal, not nothing. So if I can, if I can add two suggestions to that, um, yes. I'm a huge fan of lists. And so I'm often walking around the house going, add a reminder to tell Anna about the marketing campaign for the local high school. And then when we have our staff meeting, I just pull up my list of 15 mm -hmm. things and we, you know, we go out to a local restaurant, we order our drink while the appetizers are coming. We go through all of our checkpoints, but then once the apps are done, no more business, usually idea and the only reason why i have it because i'm a list person but i don't i'm not good with tech stuff so i still don't know how to use the voice <laughs> memo or part of my phone or whatever you call it siri hates me i swear you know alexa off like 50 million times i tell her to go f herself and so like i'm not good with technology but that's a really excellent point because it takes time for me to stop open up my phone either put it in the calendar as a reminder or email it but I, you just forced me, David, to force myself to do it the technologically savvy way. Well, let me give you option B, which is what I wanted to recommend, is that okay. if you happen to be failing, you know, there's always the option of after office hours, someone might need to get spanked. Oh, that's a great segue into what, because we only, I know we only, only have, have like seven minutes. Seven so. to Hold on, I want to appreciate I... how red Anna got with that comment. <laughs> this is what it's you guys do, though. You can't, can't be it. getting. No, I think she's more into the ch child side and he's more into the spanking side. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Based upon so, the bio. Well, I will also say I have a handwritten list on my desk of like things I want to get for the playroom, for the therapy. So, you can go te low tech and still have a list. <laughs> no, I, a, yeah. 
But I, I want to kind of, thinking, so I want to move into the direction of technology. Like I do need to wake up into this century. But um, so this is a great segue because talking about spanking. So this is a very loaded question because I remembered I went to law school with, he was like my first friend that I met in law school. And he had made some comment to me that, you know, even though both of his parents were um, psychotherapists or, you know, psychologists or whatever the proper term is, he said, believe it or not, we're actually one of the most dysfunctional families out there, despite the fact that we've come from two parents that, you know, are in this space. So when it comes to sex, and if you don't feel comfortable answering, you don't have to. But I already told you before we started recording that anything goes on this podcast. So, David, when you specialize or, or one of the specialties is sex therapy, do you practice the stuff that you preach and do would you say that your sex life with Anna is just on another level or what dot 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 this is the first relationship I've been in that involved children so I think (laughs) you can hang from the rafters (laughs) (laughs) that creates a major uh, complication in any couple's you know sex life relationship longevity everything um the majority of the people so i don't want to run out of time without asking you this because there's two questions i really want to ask you and you just brought up a really good point and this is where you get this to seize the moment because the majority of the people out there have whether it's an obstacle of family kids what have you what is the workaround for you knowing what you know but dealing with the obstacles that you're dealing with how what's the workaround in order to still have that healthy sex sexual relationship and intimacy when you have that obstacle so i would say there's two factors one is that you have to just make time for each other i mean it's very easy for couples to become other centered and that they are coupled centered when they first get together because that infatuation period makes your brain high on endorphins and oxytocin and all these other happy hormones. So once the high wears off, you need to be more conscious about scheduling time. And especially if you have a lot of entities vying for your time, you need to carve that out very consciously. The second part of it is that most couples that really truly like each other and have a good solid relationship, at least in the beginning, had a formula, they just stopped using it. So if you used to go out and travel and then you had kids and you haven't gone overseas in 15 years, well, yeah, that's going to change your relationship because that's what brought you two closer together. So, you know, we've always liked going on walks. We've liked going to restaurants. We like going to hotels and walking around the local towns. Um, We also like sitting at the table and just talking for an hour with each other about anything. Um, And that gets harder unless you consciously make time for it. And as far as the mind-blowing sex that Anna and I may or may not be having, um, (laughs) I would say that every couple that has chemistry, and when I say chemistry, I mean you are all five senses and sixth sense being interoception. Your five and six senses explode when you're with each other under the right circumstances, that's what's going to create a healthy sex life. And the answer is, yes, my senses are exploding. And I will say too, I just want to add too that I think one of the things that he's taught me is that 
like foreplay begins right when you are done having sex, like and your foreplay starts for the next time you have sex. So we just truly enjoy each other's company. Like it's not like we wait for that moment and then suddenly you're like, okay, like all you know, everything go. Like we are kind to each other during the days. We have humor. We like. We have we have sexual play too. You know, right. she's picking up the Legos, and I go, "You missed the Lego behind the bench over there." It used to take her a moment to realize what I was doing, and now she figured it out. Right. So we, <laughs> we are loving to each other and do kind actions, and we are playful other times. So it is not this like we're waiting for a check. Now I get to do these things. So I just bought six boxes of different types of sexy stockings to now that we're in this fancy new office that we're in so we can kind of role play and I can wear these sexy stockings while we're in the office. Of course, my staff all hears me outside. So this is probably, they're probably- This is for social media videos, not not for, (laughs) this is not for like a, maybe maybe after hours we could do that can, but like not not, not during it. But we do Uh, need to wrap up because it is two. I know they have appointments. No, but I'm- We always end every podcast with this question. So as we sit here today, what has been the most valuable lesson takeaway that both of you have learned thus far in not only your partnership in life, but also in the business? Like, what is that, that great golden nugget that you can share with everybody that you've, you really value and you've, you know, really learned thus far? I can answer that quickly. Go ahead. Patience. I'm someone who wants to explode the business. And I've, the mistakes that I've made with the business are when I've tried to push too much too quickly. And I would say the same is true in a relationship. I remember we one of, I got COVID uh, at the beginning of the pandemic. And uh, I was, you know, quarantined for like two and a half, three weeks. And so when I was out of quarantine, I was like, hey, honey, I miss you. What's going on? And she had been with the kids for three weeks and wasn't really feeling sexy time. And I had to be patient. And I had to put myself in her shoes and say, okay, if I was dealing with poop on the floor and, you know, people screaming, and I don't think I would be that turned on either. But it, I had to, like, slow it down and really think through it because it's easy to just feel like it's personal and it's not always about me. Mm. Yeah, that's very important. I find that we 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 recognize ourselves in you and what you're saying. Um, so that really hits home because more so with me, I think I think I have the lack of patience. Yes, and I want things to happen yesterday. And sometimes I have a very hard time putting myself in other people's shoes. But I'm I'm really doing yes. that now. According to her, Rome was built in a day. So. Well, we did Rome in 30 minutes when we went, Justin. Yeah, that was, that was uh, um, different. And I would just say, too, before I go, I think for me, it was important to see the togetherness in both the challenging moments and the really positive moments. I think it's easy to say, oh, we're together in this when we're like flying high and like we got things on a roll. And then the moment you're like having a conflict or just like if someone's off, you're like, oh, we're not together. But like the problem solving can sometimes feel so fulfilling, like when we yes. have to sit down or we work something. So to me, the umbrella is the same. Like we're together in the business, we're together at home, we're together in parenting and spousal relationship. And even the stuff that is not like superbly happy or easy, there's still fulfillment in 
meeting that need and coming together. And you can come out of that just as like, wow, I feel so close to you after that. So that sort of permeates all life. Thanks, son. You're welcome. I think that's important because people, oh, it was nice to meet you. David, we have you for a couple of minutes. Yeah, I can stay for two more minutes. Okay. No, but what Anna just said is, is really poignant because people focus on a lot about the you know, agreements and successes rather than on dealing with conflict in and and problem solving. And the moment that there's conflict, people all, you know, inevitably think, well, there's a problem when conflict is really just a problem that both of you should just be solving. Most of the people take it so personal and think that or or end up making it an attack on their partnership or about what, you know, the goal is or about what they're trying to accomplish rather than seeing it as an opportunity to solve a problem where they just see it as a problem. So I really love what that, what she just said. And, you know, I, I, sometimes when I get on a roll, like I get really upset when I have to end the podcast because I, I feel like I have, you know, another 30 hours that I can, you know, try to pick your brain on. But um, I really love what we got from you both um, during this time. I really appreciate your time, but I want you to provide to our audience, um, where can they find you guys? Sure. So the the website is lifewisevt.com. V as in Victor, T as in Tom? Yeah, life so life, life like a living thing, wise like wisdom, VTs for Vermont. We're located in Vermont. I also see couples from around the country and technically internationally, so they can fly in and work with me. I do three-day intensives. I can do brain mapping if they want. And on a, Do you do Zoom calls? So due to licensing issues, if you're out of state, you have to come work with me in person. But the whole idea is we're doing about six months to a year of therapy in three days. So you're going to get what you need by the time you leave here. And, and then I'm happy to I'm happy to coordinate care with any of your providers once you leave as well if if there's a need for that. And Anna's mostly doing play therapy, so she really works with more local clients in the office. But I you know I've got some hopes and dreams for the future of the business that'll expand her work. And now I can say that because she's not here. <laughs> but I, I love that I love how much you guys support each other, and that's really awesome to hear. Um, and we wish you both like all the best. The audience now knows where to find you guys. Um, And it was really, really nice meeting you guys. That's a wrap for this week's episode. Don't miss next week's episode for more relatable, real, and practical insights from Relationship, packed with even more candid conversations. So make sure to subscribe, tune in, and keep your wine glass full. And if you want to share your own experience or ask a question, Follow us on social media and feel free to reach out. Go to CernitzLaw.com, call 888-68-DAMAGE, or email us at cshanbraun at CernitzLaw.com or jcernitz at CernitzLaw.com. 